podcast is brought to you by The Couch Chronicles, a new web series from Miss Courtney Lyric, myself, which will be debuting this week on YouTube and Vimeo, and also on my Facebook page. So be looking out. It's your girl, The Thick Writer Chick, aka Courtney Lyric. Hello. Um,. I just want to give a huge shout out to my listeners, Bridgerton, which was my last episode um, of the year or the previous year, is my biggest download to date with over 200 downloads on that one episode. So shout out to you guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and liked it. And um, hopefully I've created new listeners of you guys. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. So um Thanks for all the love. I appreciate that. Uh, Previously, my biggest episode to date was Surviving R. Kelly. But y'all kicked that shit out the way and said Bridgerton. So I'm here for it. Today, though, we're going to discuss Power Book 2 Ghost. So um, originally, when it first came out, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't going to do a podcast on it because it just wasn't that good yeah I said it um you know due to COVID or whatever maybe they're just trying to be fancy I thought it was due to COVID but they split the season in half and that first half I wasn't I didn't really have much for it other than some some Facebook posts on my displeasure like the casting was horrible to say the least I mean we saw some people that we know and love but they were just in roles that didn't fit them like Mary J. Blige, playing Monet. I think that was just the worst. You know, it was. Uh, I love Woody McClain, but I wasn't buying him as just some ruthless, you know, headstrong gangster killer. Um, the, the casting was just way off. The story plot was like trying to keep power going without its main characters and most of us you know most of the true power fans were really just waiting for ghost and tommy to appear and they were trying to shove these new modern day versions of these old characters down our throats while we're simultaneously still trying to get tasha out of jail for ghost murder it was like power was over but they wouldn't let it die my original complaint with um power book two ghost was michael rainey jr who is uh tariq st patrick is such a talented actor like it's hard to separate him and tariq because he plays him so well tariq is a well-rounded well thought out character and he deserved a real spinoff instead of you know the leftovers of power okay okay example so y'all will get off my back really quick don't worry i have good things to say but that first half let's just be real it was trash so um we all remember the parkers right the parkers was a spinoff of the show moesha starring brandy we never saw moesha we never talked about moesha moesha and the things that were going on on the moesha show were over it was all about kimberly ann parker and her mother and their new life as college students that is a spinoff Continuing the old stretched out stories from the previous show really isn't a spinoff. It's just a continuation of the old show. It's like if they wanted to keep power going, they shouldn't kill ghosts. But they would not. We were on ghost nuts for the first half of the of the season. I was like, 
Are we gonna let this nigga die Or are we just <laughs> Like if he ain't finna bring his fine ass out here Can we stop talking about ghosts Like good grief But um Finally I don't know Like I said there was a break I think the writers went away because of COVID And came back with their heads on straight Because finally when we came back from the break It started to get good I started to be able to stomach Mary J. Blige a little bit more as Monet. I don't know if we just didn't have a choice or if she actually was improving, but it was becoming a little bit more believable because at first, I mean, from everything from the hair to the cat suits to the thigh boots, you know, to the wigs and the jewelry, it just looked like Mary J. Blige to me. Like, all I kept saying was Mary J. Blige. I was like, who? Okay. But, um... Maybe towards the end. I'm, and I've noticed this as, as a director. Sometimes when characters, characters, actors are around each other and get a little more comfortable, they start to ease into their roles and they get more comfortable with each other, thus bringing the story more to life. So maybe by the second half, everybody was getting a better feel of each other because it became more believable. Um, the storylines were improving and we were easing away from old scraps of power. Of course, Tasha St. Patrick is still in jail. And we still trying to figure out what we're going to do to help her. But, you know, just I'm so glad they wrapped that shit up. Anyway, like I said, Tariq is such a well-rounded character. And he's so smart and well-written and thought out. He's the anti-hero. And they were trying so hard to make him a protagonist. But he is not. Tariq is a villain. So, um, the first half, I think we spent too much time relishing in his protagonism and he he is not like can at least we forget it's because of Tyreek Tariq that ghost is dead his sister's dead of him he is a villain he is a villain he's an anti-hero but an anti-hero can still be the star of a show so now we're starting to step back into who Tariq is which is a very complicated person he is a killer he is a drug dealer he is someone that doesn't have to live this way that is choosing to for his own reasons. And he is a smart kid from like a practically an Ivy League background. So we're starting to get more into the many sides of him come this second. He's back lying to people he cares about, which we know him well for. He's back lying. He's back being mischievous and malicious and just to cover his own ass. Now, do I think he truly does love Tasha? Yes. There were times when I questioned even that. I was like, damn, do you love anybody? I think he really does love mama. But, um, you know, you know, he, he we, we were trying to paint him too rosy in the first half. This is, Tariq is a, a killer. So, um, and a smart one. The boy is just smart. And I think it, it, it is a good reflection on black writing to have a young black man who is not just, you know, just bang, bang, shoot him up drugs. He is really smart. So, he's a well-rounded villain. Yeah, I call him a villain because he is not a hero. And, um, let me just say this. For the casting, whoever the casting director was, honey. And don't come on here with your political correct bullshit. Casting directors are paid good money to, to look at these scripts, see the little, you know, after the characters are introduced, see the little type of person that the script wanter and director wants and go find i'm talking about this is a job this is literally a a job that people have in hollywood and it's called casting director and whoever was the casting director for the show need their ass whooped lorenzo tejana did no more look none of <laughs> did no more look like any of monet's kids dad than i do Woody McClain is straight up and down African-American. And y'all really out here trying to pass him as half Puerto Rican? 
Like, <laughs> and I get, don't come out here with your political bullshit. There are, Af- you are right. There are plenty of Afro-Latina actors and actresses who could have pulled those roles off. But because we so desperately wanted to put, we, we needed names that people knew mixed with a couple names we didn't to keep people holding on. It's, I mean, it was the it was the recipe for power. We didn't really know who Tommy's character was. That's why he's Tommy to us. We kind of knew, but we did kind of know Natari nothing. So that was the mix for the original power. It was a couple faces you don't know, mostly faces you don't know, but a few faces you do. So it will, you know, you can get eased into the characters as being themselves. But since we killed off the people you love, let's bring people like Mary J. Blige and Method Man and Woody McClain, a bunch of people that you do know to keep you watching. And that's a good method, but it makes for horrible casting. Them kids don't no more look like they could be that man and that woman's kids than a man in the moon. And yes, I do know that there are Latino people that come in all shades. From, you know, Celia Cruz, Amarla Negra, I get it. Woody McClain is not Celia Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, they could have tried a little bit harder with the casting because him, Diane, and Drew do not no more look like they daddy's children than the man in the moon. Um, their, dad name, their dad's name is Lorenzo Tejada. He's like a huge drug lord who's in prison, practically running the prison, but for some reason, it's still in prison. That didn't make sense to me as far as script writing. Like, if he's such a big boss that he can run police in the jail, outside the jail, and around the jail... Why is he in jail? He he got he got all that pool and chose a 25 year sentence like something, right? But okay, whatever. I don't know. Um, anywho. Yes. So um that was my one thing with the casting. I just felt like who's whose daddy is this every time they would go and talk to him because I just wasn't buying it. Um but you know, they had the brother sister thing. I think they were trying so hard to duplicate the Tasha um Tasha, what is his daddy name? You know, Lil St. Patrick. Anyway, um, Tasha, Ghost, Angela, Tommy recipe with these characters. They were trying to make the two love interests, you know, like a little Tasha and a little Angela, and they weren't. Lauren Baldwin's character was so fucking boring. We definitely could have lived without her. She was just a pretty light-skinned girl that was just there to take up airtime. Her and her little... Um, a borderline stalker boyfriend from DC were so unnecessary but we needed him to have some you know like he needed an Angela smart educational not with that thuggy background like Diana slash Tasha like I think they were trying they trying so hard to hold on to that old show let that damn show go and let Lauren ass go too she was boring boring Diana I like you know her character if you really want to make her a Tasha, baby, Tasha has killed. She didn't kill her best friend. They got it to it with ghosts. All types of stuff. Tasha was a well-rounded character. That's why we like her so much. You see what I'm saying? Diana didn't have that room to breathe because we're so busy trying to make Lauren, who was extremely boring, interesting. Let her and that little love or whatever's going on between her and Tyreek have a chance to blossom, you know? Quit trying to reduplicate the old sauce. Now, don't get me wrong. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. I feel you on that. But believe in your creativity, screenwriters. They didn't even change the theme song. Like, it might as well just be a continue, which it technically is. It's, it's literally called Power Book 2. So, 
but in short it's supposed to be a spinoff you know I at least change the theme song but anywho I know it probably sounds like I absolutely hated this hated the show with these first 12 minutes so I what I like to do is you know get all the negative out the way my only complaints were those that I mentioned um also before I let go of the complaints I think it was Jabari Reynolds and what was the the female teacher and I don't know Jabari but the teacher and the teacher he used to have an affair with or whatever very boring unnecessary storyline I think it was Paula I don't know what the teacher no 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 it was uh Jerry I think yeah but um he's like an Arthur who became a professor and his old flame that he never committed to and they had a little storyline kind of trying to buzz and the first half it was whack it was but once again the second half it came back hard and I was like okay bet you know it's starting to be kind of interesting but he was getting on my nerves the entire season like Jabari is just that weirdo that don't want to let people go but won't commit and is a little bit narcissistic and borderline stalkerish like get on like every time he came on the screen worrying about what she was doing I was just like get on yeah go get you he banging students but want to get mad at her because she's banging students it's like oh yes by the way the teacher and Monet that's Mary J Blige's character uh her nephew Ezekiel I believe Zeke they call him for short um started having an affair hmm go figure poor thing but um I'm just saying because if you had to pick a Tejada to to break your back in I I would have picked you know, Kane. And I'm not gonna lie, at first, Kane was, I, I love Woody McClain to death, you know, rep, he reps the home, you know, the home state, whatever, but I can't see past Bobby Brown when I look at him. He played Bobby so well, and we were introduced to him as Bobby Brown, so you go from playing Bobby, who was a bad boy also, so it was an easy transition, but he wasn't a gangster, so now it's like, oh, you just some ruthless you know killer like 50 cent it was believable because he had that background in rap you know and maybe he just fit the role Woody does not so he had to really try to pull this off in the first half of the season he really wasn't but towards the end we got more comfortable as him being a villain yes someone even once they started him having his own agenda outside of the family the show started getting good. And I was like, okay, writers, now we're thinking like writers. Enough of trying to ride the coattails of power. Let's get our own thing going here. Tariq has an enemy now. The enemy has a motive now. And even though I think he's a little bit obsessed with the approval of the family, whatever. A motive is a motive. And now we have conflict. And it's interesting conflict because I'm not going to lie, it was so boring. The first half when it came back on, I really wasn't even, I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. They was back talking about it on Facebook. So I was like, okay, maybe more of Mary J. Blige up there, you know, waving a gun around. Mary, it's you. Hello. But, okay, second, you know, second season. I mean, second half didn't come to play. Tariq got to show off more of why he is just a well-written character he's very he thinks on his feet he survives he covers his ass he covers his mother's ass and he just lives 
he is a survivor and he's a very smart one too um cooper Sacks is still i don't <laughs> how is that fool still able to practice the law even off of all the illegal shit he did on power in real life they would have threw him under the jail but for the storyline's sake he's still a district attorney and i'm just like how are you even still able to practice my man and then you still have a hard on for tasha and tyreek like you know he didn't use his little niece to go undercover and try to seduce well not try to to seduce um tyreek's roommate brayden weston who they're trying so hard to make into tommy and he will never brayden could never be tommy egan honey you hear you i likes brayden he's got a little bit of street swag you know just a little bit and he's cool people he has tyreek's back but he will never be thomas egan so let's just kill the dream i don't know if it's the writers you know not i think about it i don't know if it's the writers or the fans that are keeping up that whole lineup alive and they feel like you know maybe it's the fans doing it maybe the script writers had no idea and that's not their intention but let it be known it's been said here on this podcast brayden will never be tommy you hear me <laughs> but um anywho so the niece is in here seducing Brayden, trying to get tea on, you know, on Tyreek and get information on Tyreek for the, um, for Cooper Sacks. Once again, more illegal shit, stuff that would not be admissible in court. And I'm just like, how are you still in business, my man? How are you still practicing? And then lo and behold, this lawyer, aka Method Man. So here's the thing about Method Man, which I'm, I'm trying to think, other than how high, what are his other acting credits? I'm sure there's plenty. But I don't confuse the two. When I look at his character, I know it's Method Man, but I don't just see Method Man. So I don't know if it's the wigs for Monet or what, but Method Man is pulling off this lawyer. And he's a snake. Like I said, finally the storyline is getting good. He has no loyalty to his client or to Tasha. Like, he's down, he's working behind the backs of his, you know, his clients. Tasha St. Patrick with sex to kind of pin, either pin her or pin Tyreek. Either way, he's working with sex on the low. Unbeknownst to, you know, he, he turns out to be really shysty. You know, like a lioyo. Like Medea say, a lioyo. <laughs> but um, he makes for an interesting character. He's working undercover with sex. He has no loyalty to anyone. Um, Meanwhile, Tariq is getting more and more comfortable in the Tejada family. He's finding a place there. He's moving weight um, for Monet. I'm Mary J. Blige. I'm sorry, Monet and Mary J. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing. For Monet. And he's earning her trust. Um, and Kane, who is Woody McClain's character, isn't really feeling that. He, he's not liking Tariq. To him, Tariq is up to something. Now, truth be told, Tariq is up to something. His loyalty is to his mother. He really is just doing this to help her. But at this point, he's he's balls deep in it, you know, with the Tejada family. They have canceled. They've taken all their corner boys off of the, you know, off the street. You know, because Tariq is doing so well with how he's been moving weight in his school. And so they've, they've cut down the old process and started a new on the back and the face of Tariq. Kane no life in it. It's like they're giving more trust to him, more power to him. That's what it was. In short, Kane was just jealous that Tyreek was winning over the trust of the family so quickly. In a, probably not even a year's time when he been out here killing motherfuckers left and right. And they still think he's a loose cannon. But the truth be told, he is a loose cannon. 
See, Tyreek is strategic. He thinks. He thinks and then he applies. He thinks of the bigger picture. Whereas Woody's character or Kane is sporadic. He just does whatever. If you disrespect him, if you disrespect him, he finna shoot you in your face. If you get on his nerve, he finna shoot you in your face. It don't matter who you are, he finna shoot you in your face. And now all these dead bodies are plopping up around you and you're doing all these things without getting the co-signature from the head honcho, which is Monet. He was doing too much moving on his own and not thinking. And that's why it was easy for Tyreek to pass him up in the ranks. So at this point, he wants to get rid of Tyreek. And it's like he becomes obsessed. And that is when the scrub gets good. Because at this point, his only mission, fuck the family, he's just worried about getting rid of Tyreek and simultaneously getting back in Monet's good graces while doing that when he should have just stuck to the script stick to the plan fall back wait your turn maybe regroup and try to clean up some of these messes you made but as most hotheads instead of cleaning up the messes he made he made more messes like at one point I was just like damn Kane is fucking everything up He's shooting this one and shooting that one and getting a shot at going, you know, he was giving them in a lot of trouble. And then he made the big mistake of hitting Monet. It was an accident, you know. But when his daddy found out, that was his ass. So he ran to his dad to kind of low-key snitch on Monet. And then I guess he thought the daddy loyalty was with him. Well, he he must have forgot what the Bible said. Uh husband and wife is one first and foremost and before he got out that jail he got his ass handed to him by by them cops you know and I think it hurt his feelings more than anything because he's doing all this to show the family that he is more important than Tyreek to them that they need him that he has a place in the family and he does he does but his problem he don't know how to play his role he's not the thinker He's not. And that, that slot was kind of empty because the two other kids really don't want to do it. Drew just wants to get him a man and go live his life. <laughs> he doesn't even want to do this. Monet wants him to do this. Diana just kind of wants to go to college and do her own thing. That slot was open. He wanted to be the thinker of the family, but he's the muscle. And it's okay. Play your role. Observe Tyreek. What I would have did is stood back, observed Tyreek, eventually got substantial dirt on him and then expose him then once his position was back open i've observed him enough to know i can take that role over if you need me to i can be the muscle and the brain i've been watching the little nigga but no he's just so bad and so jealous and couldn't sit down for a minute he just started messing up there were so many mess ups that i can't even recall them all but i know he tried to get the boy assassinated at the school made trouble for the school he got the family in trouble with a rival gang almost got zeke's knee blown off you know, it was just a, he got involved with the rival gang, trying to do his own thing. They came out, you know, just all types of stuff. Got them. He got Drew shot pretty much because the gang came and shot up their little spot. And all of this is because Kane wanted to be something that he wasn't. And he was jealous of somebody or trying to get rid of someone who really didn't want to be there. Like, I'm just here to help my mama. You know, I'm just here to do that for her real quick y'all i'm sorry about the noise i think uh i guess somebody's out there mowing the dirt good lord but uh forgive me for that in the background it's like they right outside my window just i must know this man because he's like standing right there with his leaf blower just going but uh if you can't hear it great if so i do apologize but um 
So yeah, so I mean, Kane, Woody got more comfortable in the character. His ruthlessness was starting to show, but I liked that it was a balance of, see, the thing about the character that people say he's supposed to be emulating, which is, what was 50 Cent's character name? I'm sorry, well, 50 Cent's character on Ghost, I mean, on Power, is who Kane is supposed to be emulating. But there's there's differences between Kane and Kanan. That's his name, Kanan. Even though the names are very, very close. Um, Kane is... 50 Cent's character was very similar to 50 Cent. He did not give a F. That's why he... <laughs> that's why he fit that role so well. He didn't care about anything. He shot his own son. Like, he didn't, he didn't care about anything. There was no loyalty. There was nothing. There was him and his mission. And whatever it took... Now, he kind of... So, I take that back. He kind of started warming up to Tyreek. He kind of started liking him. He did. He saved his life once. So, I was going to say he was completely... I don't give a F. And I think... Um, Kane is not that. I brought him up to say that Kane is not that. He, in his own little gangster's way, he deeply cares what his mother thinks of him. He wants to be good and good with her, but he keeps messing up. He keeps messing, making things worse. Then he goes and shoots her cop lover to put the icing on the cake, as if, as if he wasn't already messing up so horribly and getting further after he got do shot. I mean, he didn't get him shot. But yeah, yeah, his actions got you shot. So after that happened, she was pretty much done with him. But then you go and you kill the one connect that we got here on the outside in a rage. He wasn't even thinking. He just, even the cop was like, don't do this. Monet already, if you think she hates you now, just wait till she finds out you did this. Lo and behold, he went with his emotions and did what he wanted to do. Anyhow, in short, Kanan had no emotions. Kane has emotions. He does show, even though he's, you know, like I said, when he got jumped at the at the jail by orders of his father, I think it hurt his feelings more than anything else. Because you're my dad, and I'm doing all this to to get you and mom's approval. Like, like I said, Drew don't want to do this, and Dana don't want Dana want to go to school. Drew wants to get him a boyfriend and live his truth and go sip mojitos or something. I don't know. They don't want to do this. Kane wants to do this. He wants to. This is all he want to do. I don't see him. He ain't, you know, he got some little girlfriend. But for the most part, this thug life is all he wants to do. And it's mostly for the approval of his parents. So I would say I like that about his character. That yeah, he's gangster, whatever, gangster. But as gangster as he tries to be, at the end of the day, all of this is for the approval of his parents. Even getting Tyreek. Getting uh, getting rid of Tyreek is just to get in good with his mama. Like he does care. Kanan didn't give a f, with the exception of the little bit of affection he was showing Tyreek that eventually got him killed. But anyway, um, back to the story. So, oh yeah, and I think the episode that really brought it to fruition, if I said that correctly, if not, forgive me, was the last episode. Oh. I feel like I was watching Power all over again. Like, it was so great. The writers brought their A-game. And also, they brought out their secret weapon, Mr. Tommy Egan. Um, only thing about that is, you know, Tommy is the epitome of white privilege. Because he has been driving this blue, identifiable-ass car 
for six seasons of power i think i blown up or shot up or whatever and ghost left him another one he is not hard to identify and he don't give a f he just gets away with stuff you know there was a little showdown with him and tasha to um to to free herself they made the huge mistake of pinning ghost murder on tommy egan people like tommy because he's loyal or is he? I have to think. I have to think back to power. But for the most part, he always lived by the code, despite being stabbed in the back multiple times by the St. Patrick's. He still has a certain level of loyalty to them. Now Tasha is fair game. I really felt like he should have killed her last season when he killed Keisha. Like straight up, Keisha did not have to die, and I really feel like she should have handled. He should have handled her then. He let that go. He let that slide. And now you trying to put your husband's death off on me? Now, like he said, I promised your dad I wouldn't kill you. That was his dying wish. And that's the only reason you breathing. That just goes to show. And if you watch Power, you know. Ghost ass was constantly stabbing Tommy in the back. Now, true enough, Tommy did kill Angela. But let me not get too far off into that. They had a very complicated friendship. But for the most part, it was usually the St. Patrick's giving it to him raw. And he would just not take it but he would come back because he's loyal so um and might i add that is a sexy white boy so we were all you know when we saw the blue car and when they you know when he okay so for my cinematography people out there there is a um a type of camera move called a tilt and so the camera you know it went from the bottom of the screen and tilted up and we it is it revealed him and it played the little music to go along with it oh it was perfection it was just like dun, 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 dun you know so we was all like yeah you know he's in the car and him and Ty- when Tyreek was leaning on the car and y'all he went and visited Cash oh my gosh that's what I'm saying Tasha deserved to be bitten had her head blown off because Tommy is just oh you know he really loves Keisha he's still keeping up with her son even in death and um I think that's really big of him so Tyreek got there leaning on his car and you know we're going into Whitsack please don't kill my mom blah 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 and um if you go after my mom i will have to retaliate my boss said i want all the smoke it was sexy i'm not gonna lie (laughs) he's like i want all the smoke i was like all right bet you know so it's just the show is bananas i don't even know if i can sum it all up in in the one podcast but um I, did you notice that the cousin Ezekiel really didn't have many lines throughout the season until he started the affair <laughs> with the teacher? And now we can see why. Facebook and the internet wins again. There are so many memes of the faces he was making in the last two episodes. People think he's, you know, forgive my politically incorrect term, but slow. And really the faces he was making were just hilarious and priceless. And now I see, now we see why he didn't do much talking because the voice matched the face. Like, oh my gosh, what, you know, (laughs) let's just not give him that many lines and let him play basketball. Like this, I'm sure in real life, he's a wonderful young man. His real name is Daniel Bellamy, but he he has got the dumb athlete trope down you hear me he i don't if he's acting he's acting because (laughs) i was like this big dumb motherfucker like i mean just but you know i think that's what they were going for so good job casting there (laughs) but he started having a affair with the professor and the stalker professor jabari ends up thinking it's tyreek she's sleeping with which it wasn't no 
So he starts putting pressure on Tyreek, making him do all these stupid assignments, all this stuff because he's just a jealous weirdo. And he wants to write a book about Tyreek's life. Big mistake. He should just, you know, I get it as an author. I mean, I'm not at the level he's at yet. He's got like a agent and was doing all this and that. But, um, you know, he's looking for his next hit book. And he thinks the life story of Tyreek St. Patrick would be it. And it probably would be. Probably would be a bestseller. But, yeah, you didn't fucked up. Um, so towards the end, Tasha is freed. She wants to buy Tyreek out of Monet's organization. But at this point, Monet has shut down her entire operation. Has killed the Connect because, well, the Connect, you know, was disrespectful or something. I don't know. I forgot exactly why she killed the Connect. But um, all of this was mostly to clean up Kane's many messes. And now Natasha is coming to her as a mother. Like, hey, I get it. I was I was the wife of a kingpin, too. I get it. And she was. They can relate to each other. I really wanted to see more of a friendship between the two of them because there could be that. Like, Tasha is a lot like Tyreek. She's got that educational, smart, you know, well-rounded background and the street sense. So she could have definitely been an asset to Monet's organization. But she wants out the game now, mysteriously. It's so odd because that's all Ghost ever wanted. And now you want out the game and to disappear. And you want to take Tyreek with you. But, you know. What? Like, Monet's like, no. I didn't shut down my whole organization. And I banked on your son's idea. We're, he, he ain't no buying out. This is my, you know, no. So, I think she was considering it. And then somebody started shooting. And the someone was Tommy Egan. So... <laughs> it, this definitely wasn't the way to get what you wanted in short Tyreek is a grown man he's been making his own poor ass choices since he was 16 17 and still managed to not be locked up and make it to college so I guess he knows what he's doing and Tasha has to let go she just has to let go and it's hard I'm a mom of sons so I get it you know but Tyrese got to figure his, he's got to find his own way. You got to. So, I mean, she decides they should run away. We're going to leave Yaz and Grandma. Wow. And, uh, you know, you and I, we're going to run away and start fresh. But Tyreek is like, nah, no. So, he deceives Tommy to meeting up with him at his father's grave. And... Or I don't know if he followed him or he told him to meet him there. But anyway, you know, they, him and the mama meet up there. And they're like, we're going to run. And he's like, no, nah, you're going to go on witness protection. I'm going to stay. And uh, then Tommy is like, I should have known you. You know, let's be real. That's what I'm saying. Tyreek was more his self than this episode than he's been all season. Tyreek is a snake. He don't care who he bite. This is not his first time messing over Tommy. It's not. So, I mean, what he, his loyalty is with his mama and himself, and that's it. He's certainly not finna, you know, help Tommy kill his mama. So, in short, all the loose ends were kind of wrapped up at the end of the series. Tasha is safe away in WITSAC or whatever, Witness Protection Program. Monet has welcomed Tyreek with open arms into the family, into the operation, because he has proven he is trustworthy. Tommy didn't get killed, and that's only because Tyreek asked Monet not to kill him. Because he was about to meet the makeup. 
But Tommy has still vowed to kill Tasha. And at this point, like, I was done with Tasha when she killed Keisha. So, you know, if, if, if she gets what's coming, you get what's coming. Because she should have just, eh. But, um... So, yeah, all the loose ends kind of came together. Unfortunately, Tyreek... Unfortunately. Ha! Huh, Tyreek had to end up killing Jabari because he, um... When he met up with Jabari to get the money so him and his mother could run. Who else came out the shadows but Kane? I will say this. Writers, we got to do better because it's like... It's not just on... Not just on power. I noticed on other shows, it's like, oh, here go. You know, when something's happening and then so-and-so is just right there. That does not happen in real life. Very rarely ever. But lo and behold, while we're out here meeting in the bushes, here's Kane. Like, you, <laughs> what? I done been alone at 67 different places and now you want to come out with a gun in front of my professor. But he thought on his feet really quick. Look. I got this money. We'll do the woo. Let me get rid of him. We'll do the See, <laughs> what Jabari didn't know is that Tariq is a killer. Period. He would do whatever to cover his own ass. That's the Tariq we know. You're just a good boy who took the wrong turn. This man literally murdered murdered his own father. Who are you? Next. So, for all you Jabari fans, if he had any, because his character was so annoying. He had to pop a cap in that ass. And all he... Here's the thing. Him and the little light-skinned teacher he was having an affair with... I mean, uh, used to have an affair with... Had been playing detective anyway. After the, um... After the hit from Kane... Went sideways... On, um... On Tyreek. And he didn't get killed. And 2-Bit killed him. Yes, 2-Bit is free now. And, um... After that went sideways, you know, police are lurking around the school. And here go the two professors trying to be Inspector Gadget and Captain America. Sit your asses down and teach the students. We're pulling students aside and asking them anonymously. Why? Are they paying you for this? Hell fucking no. So sit your ass down and go over last week's assignment. Like, why are you pulling students? Why are you digging? And then Monet had to come check the little light-skinned teacher. You been you already sleeping with Zeke. And I can have you lose your job behind that. You, you trying to make him come forward. You trying to do this, that, and the third. You doing too much. You messing with the wrong family. She pretty much told her without directly telling her. Mind your business. But Jabari didn't get the notice. They were doing too much. This is above your pay grade. I know teachers are not paid well. You trying to be a detective on the low. Girl, mind your business. Mind your business. Some things you need to stay out of. But they were, I forgot they were doing that. And look at him now. Look where it led him. All he had to do was mind his business and he'd still be alive. Just come, sleep with your students like you've been doing. Well, sleep with that one student. <laughs> Let me stop, you know. Do what, you know. Keep being a weirdo and teach the, the lesson and go. But y'all want to be Inspector Gadget. Woohoo! And we see how that went. And if the teacher keep on, she going to be next. I just feel it. I feel like season two, we ain't going to have that little light-skinned teacher girl no more. Or she's going to start putting the dots together. She already was kind of putting the dots together with, oh, well, you got attacked and jumped by these gang members. And that guy was part of the gang. She was doing too much. And we already know how it goes on power. When you get to doing too much, you get capped. So I need her to just fall back before she ends up like Jabari, man. Just fall on back. But anywho, so yes, in short, it started off a little 
eh. but it came around the bend and ended really well so um i'm not gonna lie you know Monet had some bad outfits but hello mary j blige can dress i, I still you know i'm sorry i still see mary it's she's growing on me as monet tejado but it's it's kind of hard to see past mary but you know she's there but anywho uh <laughs> you know um tommy was an old favorite it was good to end the season seeing somebody we we recognized and loved kane is becoming his own character tariq is becoming his own character I think I really want the writers to delve into Diana this season and develop her. Tasha, if, if she's supposed to be a mini Tasha, Tasha was well developed. She had an accounting background. She was smart. She wanted Ghost to stay in the game. She was sexy. You know, she had her own thing going with um, Keisha. You know, she was well rounded. They haven't rounded Diana out yet. Too busy trying to play up this love triangle between her, which is barely even there. She got feelings for him. I don't, I don't even think I've ever seen Tyreek kiss her or look her way. Because we're so busy trying to make Lauren and her boring ass character interesting. Moving on. It doesn't have to be Tommy Angela. It doesn't have to be that same lineup. Lauren can be a little less in the focus. Take the time to develop Diana's character. There's a storyline there. I'm telling you. Of course, we already got the storyline with Kane. And what's how's it finna go down with him and the family? But develop Diana a little bit more, you know. I- I'm here for that. Um, can we get Cooper Sacks in jail for once and for all and stop dealing with him? And maybe to spice things up a little bit next season, Lorenzo can get out of jail because, again, if he is such, you know, such a badass, why is he in prison anyway? Hmm, I don't know. Um, the cop boo is dead. Ramirez, he's dead. And that's thanks to Kane. So. Brayden is still kind of fooling with Tyreek, but kind of not because he's shysty and he's shady. You know, he is. He's a shysty, shady person. So, and let Tyreek be who he is. He doesn't have to be a hero. He never has been. He's a he's a he's a bad guy. Tyreek is a villain. He's, he's pretty bad. But I know it can't. We have to be rooting for the protagonist one way or another. So he can't be a complete shithead. You know what I'm saying. But anyway, that's all I got for you today. Thank you for chiming in and God bless. Thank <laughs> you.